This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. From baseball's top personalities. The great Chris Russo joins us once again. To the game's top players. Joining us is the All-Star. Matt Chapman with us. You never know what stories you're going to hear. If you make your way down here, I, I might be able to make some time and go out there and see the great Chris Townsend. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. You're listening to A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend, and we continue to recap FanFest. This time, we're going to be with the pitchers. I was on the main stage with Chris Bassett, Sean Manaya, J.B. Wendelkin, and Mike Fires. We had a lot of fun. It was the very end of FanFest, and these guys, uh, it was like a comedy act, really. So sit back and enjoy. Seabass, Manaya, JB, and Mike Fires. We've got one more. I'm Dallas Braden. Are you shocked he didn't show up? Anybody want to talk pitching? Yeah, how about a little love for San Jose State? Some Spartans in the house. All righty, let's bring up the big left-hander. And we know what this guy means to this organization. We loved his no-hitter. And we know that he's going to be a big part of this rotation for a long, long time. Sean is with us. Anywhere you want. You throw no-hitter, you can do whatever you want. Yeah. All right. Our next guy is going to get a lot of outs for you out of the bullpen. He's going to be a big part of this bullpen for also. A, all these guys are going to be a part of this thing for a long, long time. J.B. Wendelkin's with us. Yeah. Selfie time. Our next pitcher, you know, what he did for this team last year as a starter and then when they needed him to go to the bullpen, he wasn't selfish at all. He actually brought it to Bob Melvin. And that's a guy, that's, that's a, that's a guy that really helps you win 97 games. And that's what makes this group so close that all they care about is winning and playing with each other. They don't care about the individual stuff. And that's Chris Bassett. He's the leader of your staff. He's the veteran. He is the ace. It's Mike Fires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't sit on that. <laughs> so, uh, Mike, what have you been doing Hello. this offseason? Uh, staying off the internet. 
Yeah, someone, someone said, I said, I can't say anything. If we say anything, it'll be on Twitter in five minutes, so or not. Uh, but so, guys, getting ready to rock. I mean, this is uh, Fan Fest as always. We'll start with you, Mike. Fan, Fan Fest is always really the start when we know it's going to get going here. Excuse me? Sorry. <laughs> fan Fest, we know it's going to get going. Yeah, this is, this is what, you know, we all get excited for. We all know the fans are excited and, uh, you know, a couple weeks away for you know, the pitchers and catchers to report, and, you know, we're, we're all ready to go. So we just hope to see you guys out there and supporting, you know, supporting all of us. Sean, isn't it crazy how fast this off scene has, has gone? It's like, it's like all of a sudden it's 2020. You're like, oh, my God, you guys are about to report. I know, man. It's crazy. Um, off season flies by, um, and now we're here. We're at FanFest, and every year it just seems, uh, you know, it gets quicker and quicker. But it's a good thing. Um, I'm really excited for this year and excited to be with the squad right now. And, you know, we've talked about the past couple of years, Chris, about how, you know, trying to figure out who's healthy, who's not, trying just to build a rotation. And that's not the case this year. There's great depth in the starting rotation. Yeah, I think uh, anyone that looks at our rotation on paper, they have a lot to be really excited about. I mean, the five starters that we're going to be rolling out there, I mean, you have Puck, Lizardo, whoever you want to add to it, Fires, Manaya. Um, Nah. Montas. But Montas, yeah, Montas. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot to be really excited about around here. How excited are you from a bullpen standpoint? Excited about getting this thing going? Oh, I'm ec ecstatic. I mean, you can't – what we got going on down there right now is I'm sure it's going to be something we can look forward to in the future for a while. For a while. And um, just taking into consideration what we're going to go through this year, is gonna be, it's going to be really fun. And I think a good thing for you is this new rule where you got to face at least three guys. I think, I think relievers like you got to be thrilled about this rule. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, we get to spend a little bit more time out there and get a little bit more comfortable in our shoes. I mean, because sometimes if you do the little loogie or whatever to where you, you face one batter, I mean, you've got to open up your options. And all you can do is pitch better and eventually just be the best you can be at, a, like you said, three batters. If anybody has any questions for these guys, Carr's over here with the microphone. Start lining up, and we'll allow you to ask some questions. Mike, I mean, expectations, back-to-back -back years of winning 97 games. I know you guys weren't thrilled about the outcome of the wild card, but I got to think that the expectation about winning the division and making a deep postseason run is probably something you thought a lot about this offseason. Yeah, we got to get rid of that one-game playoff. Uh, yeah. I guess it <laughs> We need a full series. Uh, you know, if we, we can match up with anybody, and especially when we get a, a full series, um, you know, it's just going to be real tough on these teams. I mean, we, we roll out against any – I feel like last year we won every series against these top teams. Like, we beat – we had the series against New York. Um, you know, a lot of these, these big teams where they kind of overlook us, but we're kind of beating them in every series. So it's kind of crazy. So we just need that, that five game and then roll into the seven games and then I think it would make it a lot easier on us. Yeah, expectations got to be it's about a World, World Series title. You have the depth, you have the offense, you got great defense. And, Sean, you're going to be healthy. I mean, that's got to be something you're thrilled about. Going into this series, you're not – I remember talking to you about rehabbing and, oh, my God, you're throwing your first bullpen. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Full season for you. Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, crazy how much better I feel after, uh, after surgery. Um, you know, obviously, like, uh, going through what I had to go through last year, rehabbing and then, uh, you know, pitching in September – uh, it was fun, but you know, wild card game is uh, is what it is. Um, but you know, having a having a full season under my belt, being healthy, and 
Um, just working on the stuff that I have been working this offseason. I'm really excited for, for this year. We're excited for this guy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, Chris, the same thing for you. I mean, we've, we've talked about it multiple times on AceCast about how, you know, feeling healthy again, not having to worry about it, being able to let go. And I think you can just build off a terrific season that you had last year. Yeah, I think uh, Sean kind of alluded to it, but, like, that year after surgery is such a grind mentally, physically, and everything else. And then once you kind of get to the off season, it's kind of like a deep breath, like, man, I can finally relax. And then going to that next year is, I think, that year that, like, people just jump in, into, like, what they kind of were in the past when they're really healthy. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, Manaya obviously had a great year last year, but I think we sh should expect a lot more this year just because I think the surgery is in the past. Like, it's just done. Yeah, I mean, for both of you can talk about this. It's, it's funny how people go, oh, yeah, it's just Tommy John surgery. Oh, yeah, you're just having – people don't realize, like, it's not it's not as easy as you think. The rehab is grueling. You, at times you don't feel like you're on the team. You're It's, it's a lonely place. And it's just not – it's not textbook. It just doesn't work. Every guy's surgery is different. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean – my surgery, uh, as soon as I got it done, I've, I'm, I felt great, but at the same time, I was still getting that, uh, that strength back, and um, the whole time, you know, just watching the guys be, be away on the road and not being with the team, um, like I said, you feel lonely at times, and, and uh, you know, you're not out there grinding with the boys, and, um, you know, it's tough, but, um, you know, I think it, it helps, you know, be a, a position like that and knowing that you can overcome those things and, um, you know, make, a, make the most out of it, so that's kind of what I feel like I did last year and and uh you know I'm just ready for this year you know I could tell you being down at the winter meetings and talking to a lot of the national guys A's aren't a secret anymore you know the last couple of years people thought well they won 97 games let's see them do it again well th then you guys do do it again the expectations are a lot different going into this year how excited are you about that that it's not you're not sneaking up on anybody I mean it, it like you said we're not it's not sneaking up on anybody and uh us like, uh, who was it? Dave Stewart told us last year in spring was like, hey, y'all got a target on y'all's back, and it's the way it's going to be, and you got to go out there and want it every day. So we invite the challenge. That's all you can say. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. What do we got, Cara? This is Erica from Alameda with a question for everyone on the panel. Um, actually, my question's for Sean and Mike. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Only because my question, um, since you guys have pitched no hitters, I was wondering if you're superstitious at all. Or if you have any lucky rituals that you do before pitching? Um, so superstitions with me, I feel like I had a lot growing up. Um, when I was in like uh, college or high school, um, I always had to wear like one white sock and one black sock underneath my long socks. Um, I had to put on my right shoe at you know before my left one. Um, I had to eat like a protein bar before I went out started like all these different things, and I slowly realized like none of that stuff matters, you know. <laughs> Me eating a like a protein bar before a game isn't going to make me throw one mile an hour harder, like pitch, you know, have my changeup be perfect. So uh, that's something I just slowly. Uh, but I mean, it's hard because you know you you do have this mindset where, oh, I did do this last time, so and I did have a great game, and you know you keep going like that snowball just rolls. But um, yeah, over the years I've just I've kind of uh, cut down on like all the superstitious stuff. I mean, there's still some some things that I do, but definitely not as much as I as I was in like college and earlier in my career. Uh, well, I got a USA sock, and then I got a, a blue, and I don't know. I just, I just throw in random socks. So. 
I think that's the only way to like break it is just to do the exact opposite of what you usually do, you know, and just say, whatever. I'm going to go out here and uh, and roll it out. So, <laughs> you, Mike. Uh, for me, I'm not really that superstitious, but this past year I kind of changed it up where I started going to the Starbucks on, I think it was Hedgenburger or something. Hedgen, Hedgen, Bang, Burger. Anyway, I used to go there and just get a, a cold brew coffee because I used to take pre-workouts before I was starting and then I just changed over to coffee and started going with a cold brew coffee every time before I went, went to the field. I'd go stop there, get it put it in the refrigerator and um, just wait till about two hours before my game and start and start sipping on that, drink that, and that'll be good to go. That was my, that's, if I didn't have that, then, man, that was going to be a bad start, so. Mikey Cold Brew, the nickname. Next one. This is Damon from Lafayette. Yeah, I wanted to ask about uh, the last few wildcard games and just uh, thinking if, in 2020, have you learned anything from the experiences of the last few years or it was just simply it's, it's a one-game playoff, so it's a luck of the draw. Uh, I guess for me, um, you know, starting the game, um, you know, obviously, you know, you want to win and you know have these high expectations of going deep into the playoffs and you know being whatever. But uh, yeah, that wasn't the case, and you know that that sucked. That you know, I, I felt like I let myself down, let you guys down, let the team down. But um, from that, <laughs> thank you, thank you. But from that, um, you know, I've learned that, um, like, as bad as it was, it wasn't the worst thing ever. And if I can come back from that, if I can, you know, have confidence in myself and, um, you know, go out and have a good season or just go out and, and pitch a good game and, you know, obviously I'm going to have, have bad games every once in a while. But um, if that's the worst it's going to be, then, you know, I can deal with that. You know, uh, our offense, you know, wasn't, we didn't, we only scored one run last game and, but, you know, it's not going to be the case every time. And, uh, you know, it is a team game. So, you know, pitcher gives up four runs and, um, you know, might come back later later in the game. But, um, yeah, it's uh, from that, I mean, I just gained so much confidence in myself to, you know, to realize that, you know, I can pitch and not to be not to be scared and just go out and dominate, you know. Can you really prepare for just a one? I mean, it's, it's so odd and it's because – you guys, the way everything for you is a series. You're used to playing series. Can you really just prepare for one? No. <laughs> no. I, Next I, I, I mean, not, long story short, I mean, one game is based on one hit, one error, whatever it may be. So it's just, it's a crapshoot. It really is. So it's, it's just, you can't prepare for one game. It's just, this is what we got. This is what you got. Roll the dice and see who wins. The key is not to be in that game. Yeah, get out of that game. Get out of that game. <laughs> Next question. Sergio from San Jose with a question for uh, Chris. Oh, sorry. Uh, this Chris question is for Chris. So, Chris, you had that great game over on the East Coast. I can't remember who the opponent was. But at the end of the game, it was Mike and Homer. They dumped the Gatorade uh, on you. And then you told them that you were going to get him back. So I was wondering if you ever got him back. Y yeah, if you watched... Uh, Walk-offs, especially at home last year, Mike, Mike was dousing people that had nothing to do with the, the play, with the Gatorade and the water and all that stuff. Like you're just like Ramon hit a walk-off and I'm excited and I'm getting Gatorade dumped on me and I'm like, what I, is? I found the closest person, man. It, Ramon's too fast, man. He's running and running away from people and I just see Bass right there. I'm like, 
So I got to get somebody. I can't wait. I got to waste this on somebody. So I, I, all year long, I saw Mike doing this to people, and I said, you're not getting me. And then he got me. I said, all right, it's on. Like, that, that's it. Did you get him back? I don't think I did, so it's still coming. 2020 is coming. Just, I'll talk, man. Just putting up with him is getting me back. I, like, fair, that, fair. This guy, throughout the season, I mean, he, he keeps me on my toes, man. It's, it's always something. This guy is so random. and I mean, I, I'm not going to go over there with Sean, but this guy, um, you know, that's why this team's so great. I mean, we got so many personalities. So everybody's just loose and, you know, flying around just – you don't know what what to what to think, you know what what they're going to come out of their mouth or what they're going to do. So, it's always a it's always a fun time with these guys, and um, you know that's why I love playing here. But it'd be off topic, but, <laughs> but I love this team. So let's go. You bullpen guys, you're with each other every day, all day. I mean, you guys sit down there and watch the game with each other all day long. Yeah, it's surprised. I'm surprised that I still have hair. Honestly, <laughs> I mean, we talk about everything. You're losing it. Uh, you take it easy now. Take it easy. Hey, I'm losing it too. It's okay. Hey. Mike has completely <laughs> lost it. He lost it all. I, I choose this everyone. look. I choose this look. This is actually a really good look. I'm trying to teach them. They think this hair thing is like a good thing. It's not. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's like I say, it's a long year. We talk about everything under the moon, and the the stuff we talk about. I don't even. You can't fathom even how we even got on the topic. To be honest with you, like. The sky could be falling, and we'd just be talking about Star Wars or something. It doesn't matter. You can do anything. And so for a year, you deal with those guys, you can handle anything. And this, like Fires was saying, this team's so young and so energetic, you don't you, – what's next? You never know. Next one. Brent from Modesto wants to relive a season highlight from last year. Okay, so uh, it's probably my biggest, my favorite A's highlight. I'm only 22, so I hope I have many more. But um, May 7th of 2019, last year, we get in our seats, and the lights in left field aren't really working too well. And we, I live yeah. in Modesto, so, you know, it's about an hour and 15, hour and a half. We're like, did we come all this way and we're not going to get a baseball game? Boy, I'm glad we stayed. Can you can you tell me a little bit, Mike, about just that game, the dynamic with the lights and the delay? And then in addition, what would you guys what's your person your guys' personal opinion on for the wild card, a best of three series instead of a one game playoff? Uh, so I guess the first question, um, it's just it was wild because you you have a routine going into a game and you know, as a starting pitcher and you know, they told me, obviously, the lights weren't turning on. So we're like, okay, Oakland Coliseum strikes again. <laughs> and we're all in there. I mean, it didn't really affect us at all. I mean, everyone's in there still. You know, we're playing cards or, you know, shooting the basketball around, watching TV, just, you know, just kicking it, really. And uh, as soon as they tell us, hey, we got 30 minutes before this game starts, everyone just gets ready, nonchalant, and ready to go out there and play a game. And for me it might have settled me down a little bit more because sometimes I get you, – you know that game's coming, so you get really amped, and maybe that, you know, delay kind of, like, settled me down, and then I just go out there and just have fun and, like, His whatever. cold brew wore off. <laughs> or maybe it kicked in. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the best of three series, like I said earlier, I mean, we – our team's so well-rounded that, like, you have a, you have a series. I feel like we're always going to come out on top. I mean, we have a way, way better chance. One game, 
anything can happen. Everyone's got to be like on point and, um, you know, not to take anything away from Tampa Bay. That, that's a great team over there as well. So, you know, we, we both went out there to battle and uh, they came out on top. But, um, you know, we every team always hopes for a best best, you know, series of, of five or seven. So that's just pretty much normal baseball. No one wants to play a one game playoff. Nobody. <laughs> Next one. This is Carlos, one of our out-of-state access members, flies in from Arizona. Carlos, your question. All right, so I came prepared today. So, last year you gave us this beauty. So what can we expect uh, this year? Can this make a return or what? Yeah, too. All right, well, I guess I'm going to have to send a poll out and, and, and get everybody's opinion on what, what to come next. So y'all can... Maybe, maybe go on the internet. Just give me something to do, and it might come out this year. You know, I uh, I was gonna shave everything off uh, the one day in Texas, and these guys were like, "No, don't do that. You got to do something, you know, different." I'm like, "Oh, what do you want me to do?" And uh, they search on Google funny beards, and that came up. And of course, Bassett's in there. I, I got, I got, the, I got the razor. I got, you know, people are running around to, to get this thing going. I'm like, all right. Me being the I never I thought he'd go on the field with yeah. that on his face. <laughs> so I, I did it, and everyone's just like, cool, but are you going to go pitch like that? I'm like, yeah. It's almost game time, actually. I got I, I to go out there. So I didn't care. I mean, it was something to keep these guys, you know, laughing. And um, Oh, we know. did. It worked. <laughs> it worked well. <laughs> Next one, Car. Alex from San Francisco wants to recognize a special someone in the crowd. So uh, my sister drove all the way out from Stockton, and she it's her birthday. And I just wanted to surprise her and see if you guys would be willing to take a picture saying happy birthday to her. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. Well, what's her name? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear sister. Happy birthday to you. That was awesome. More. 2020 Fan Fest completely off the rails at this point. <laughs> Our next question, Cara. We've got this mama over here. Oh, hi. Your question, please. This is for all the guys. Who's your favorite batter to strike out? <laughs> Anybody on the Astros? I said that. They didn't said that. I said that. By the way, I don't know. You guys are going to see later. The Dodgers went all in on the Astros today at their fan fest. Very interesting. I, I would. I, I'm going to say Mike Trout just because. No, no disrespect to anybody else, but I think he could be the greatest of all time. Um, so, striking out Mike Trout is like a. All right, like he didn't. <laughs> And he hits missiles off me, but he hits missiles off of everybody. So, yeah, yeah. Get, getting him out alone is is a big sigh of relief. Yeah. Uh, I'd say Hanley Ramirez because um, he took me deep in Fenway. Um, I went like three quarters of the way up the uh, the farthest light pole from home plate, and that's still burned in my memory. So when I struck him out, I was like, "Yes, did it." Um, so yeah, that's my guy. JB? Yeah, um, I'm going to have to go, I would say Nelson Cruz, only because I've seen some of the hacks he take he took off of me, and 
I was kind of a little nervous. I'm not going to lie. So <laughs> it felt good to walk away from that about two times. So. <laughs> he's a big dude. No, he's not he's small. Huge. That's right. And he doesn't get cheated. Mike, <laughs> how about you? Uh, I feel like for me, it's always like somebody that was on my team before or like. <laughs> or like I, somebody <laughs> on the Astros or? Astros. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not going there. You walked into that one. <laughs> I knew it was going to get y'all started, but it, no, no, no. But no, seriously, though. So, like, before I came to Oakland, like, obviously we face all the, like, especially for playing for, you know, so many years and, like, you face these guys all the time. And then um, you get traded to a team where you face these guys. And all, the, all they do is talk crap if they got you. And so it's, it's always good to get the guys before you go to that next team. That way you just have ammo against them anytime. You just pull up video, be like, look at this. Look at this strikeout I got on you. So, you know, I, I did that with Profar last year. I did that with, with Pinder. I hit Pinder in the ribs. Um, just stuff like that. It, I, love, I love seeing that. But, uh, I would love to strike out Chapman. Oh, my oh God. gosh. That would be so great. Spring's right around the corner, though. <laughs> Next one. Matthew from Fremont. Yes, this is for all those A's players up there. Uh, with what happened with the Houston Astros, how wide open is this division in your opinion? I don't think it's anything to do with what they've done or what they're going through. I just think it's how good our team is. Um, I, I, I think just... The talent that we have on our team, we can push for the division. And it has nothing to do with anyone else. It's just what the front office has done, what Bo Mel and what all the guys and how much, how much work we put in. I think we have a great shot. Well said. Anybody else want to touch that? Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's uh, wide open. Uh, I mean, cheating or not cheating, the Astros are still a really good team. But um, I think all the... All the, all, the, all the things that we've done the past years, there's no reason that we can't uh, take the division, division from them. I think we're, everybody's confident, and you know, we, got, we, got, we got that. Um, yeah. You know, one of the big keys this year for you guys, and I think the reason why it's really doable, because in the past we've talked about always so many new faces when you start the season where you guys got to kind of figure each other out. That's not the case this year. The, pretty much the same team's coming back. Mike, just talk about how important it is for this team to get out to a hot start. Yeah, it's kind of been this team's, you know, M.O. It's like that we start off slow, but we always, you know, finish strong. And, um, you know, every, every game counts. It, it's, it sounds crazy to say that, but, like, like in April, you know, we take it easy or not take it easy, but, like, you kind of have a bad start. It just sets you so far behind. It, it's, it's really tough to – to come back but we you know we've done it the past couple of years uh it's not easy but we want to put us you know in a, in a position early on where we're not the ones chasing we want to get out to a lead and kind of hold on to that and, not, and put the pressure on these other teams because you know when we're behind yeah it, there's a lot of pressure on you when you got to come back from however many games down and and so t it, it's definitely big to especially when it starts in spring everyone's got to be locked in in spring and then roll into the to the season ready to go and uh sit down sean and uh so i think japan was kind of weird last year nobody's done that you know we left we flew out to japan played early then we took 
it was like another week off, came back, played another exhibition game, then started the season. It was kind of weird, but, you know, that's no excuse, but we just need to get, you know, get ready to go early in spring, and that way when the season comes, we're, we're, we're locked in. Next question. Daniel from Fremont. Uh, yes, I just want to ask all you guys, what's your off-season training, and, like, how hard is it to, like, go from, like, okay, work out this day, and then day off, day off, to, like, okay, work out this day, and then we have a game tomorrow, so I need to be ready to go. Uh, off season, like off season or, or in season? What? Sorry, I, I, it's like a two part. I'm saying like how different is like your off season schedule uh, to like game yeah. day? Where it's like, oh, I'm the starting pitcher. I gotta get ready. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My off season workouts are. I mean, I work out Monday through Friday, and you know, awesome. go go pretty hard. And then uh, the weekends, I chill or you know do whatever. But yeah, the guns. Show yeah. the guns. <laughs> Show them the guns. There's nothing there. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing there, uh, but yeah, during, during in season, um, yeah, it's uh, I'm on a pretty not strict schedule, but it's uh, it's it's pretty much the same every time. Um, yeah, I mean after after your next start, you pretty much know where your next start's going to be. So um, you know I know how to prepare for for those things. But during the off season, it's um, you know just working out and basically just throwing. So it's uh, I'd say it's a pretty stark contrast between off season and in season. And you don't have to stress us about throwing in a game. These are the country boys right here. So, like, they grew up, like, country strong. They're, like, bailing hay. They're, like, pulling tractors. They're, like, Milking hauling cows. hay. Like, they're, they're, on, they're on a different level. I, mean, I think they just work in the Mike office. is sitting on a beach in Florida <laughs> and wants to talk. Like, and you're still white as can be. <laughs> Scared of the sun. I wear a hat. <laughs> Cover that bald head. Well, relievers obviously different. Yeah, uh, for, for uh, absolutely during the season. I mean, we're always ready when the game starts, no matter what, no no matter the circumstance, how it goes down, how it plays out, no matter what. You're always ready, but I'm not ready unless I have a Red Bull, and that could lead up to about four Ten of them. Red Bulls, <laughs> four yeah. of them in a game if it if it doesn't go the way I plan. But I mean, it, like I said, during the year we're always ready. So off season, it's. I rest. I do nothing but rest for the longest time. And I'm like, you don't really need to pick it up until two months in advance. So then that, that workout becomes once, twice a week, and then until you build into it to doing it every single day and then carrying it into spring and then sustaining what, it, what you did in off season all the way to the end. And that if that's what it takes is, is working constantly every single day to, like I said, sustain. One last question. Keeping it light, we've got David from Oakland, and I think we should go down the line with this one. Definitely. Um, first of all, can I give a shout-out to my brother, G, who's here? What's up, G? Big G. Raise it up. G. Shout-out. And then secondly, um, who are you guys rooting for in the Super Bowl coming up? Uh, Niners. Dolphins. <laughs> oh, wait, Dolphins? Ah, no, never mind, never mind. Oh, uh, I'm going to have to honestly take the Niners. I really am. I'll be honest. <laughs> Andy Reid and the Chiefs. I got it. I, th I think it. I think it's Andy. <laughs> Listen, sorry. And not only that, Jimmy Garoppolo should be a Cleveland Brown, right? We were given a first-round pick away, and he got to San Fran with a second-round pick, all because Bill Belichick is petty. Go Browns! Yeah, I got it. I mean, honestly, I got to go with San Fran. I mean, like. 
They're, that defense with Bosa, and then you got the old the old man Sherman back there. Yeah, man, it's. I mean, I've always said it. Bosa's a cheat code, man. That guy's ridiculous. Tyreek Hill. Huh? I'm next. For the Hell Super Bowl? Yeah. For the championship. <laughs> it's going to be tough See? to get to the Super Bowl. I like Bowl. it. All right, that's going to do it for these guys. Give them a big round of applause. And before you know it, we'll have spring training. I think our first broadcast is February 22nd. And make sure you get A's cast on your phone on the TuneIn app. That's where Thank you can you hear all these guys. Thank you guys for coming out. Much yeah, appreciated. Thank out. you. Love you all. Uh, Take care. See you guys during the season. That was a lot of fun. You know, and that's the thing. These guys are so close. The pitchers, the hitters, just the whole group, the whole room, the clubhouse, it's a tight-knit group, and they like just busting on each other. And I know the fans got a really big kick out of it, no question. We want to thank Chris Bassett, Shamanaya, J.B. Wendelkin, and Mike Fires. Now back to A's Cast, powered by TuneIn. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.